You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler? Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with mybookie is a take-your-girl-out-to-steak-dinner winner-winner. And right now, when you sign up for an account, MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Here, just have 50% more. Why not? Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at MyBookie.ag to activate. We're all going to be in office pools, and that's fine. Nobody's going to get the perfect bracket. We know that. But you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing. So let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Only at mybookie.ag. Today on the ZABEcast, we are one week away from ZABE Vegas 2019. For those of you coming, get your underwear packed. For everyone else, especially you Vegas noobs, I'll give you a brief and incomplete set of overrated, underrated activities while in Sin City. My man Getter, who is like Goose to Maverick and Top Gun, joins me to talk about the history of Zabe Vegas, and my dad with his blackjack tips. He's a legend in his own mind. A bonus, 1% of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Oh, here we go! Thursday, March 21st, 2019. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading. We have sort of a triple threat ZabeCast today. First, I'm going to call my boy Getter in Wisconsin. We're going to talk Vegas. He has been with me, my wingman at Zabe Vegas, back when it was literally just me and him. That's where the whole thing started. I lost, I lost my high school friends in a tragic dirigible accident when I no I'm just kidding I I lost my high school friends who I used to go to Vegas with Craig Saunders, Todd Davenport, Andy Lee, Ho Jin Kim, Butch Beam, Stephen Giannopoulos. These guys started going out to Vegas shortly after we all graduated from college and kind of gravitated back to DC although I was not in DC at the time. And we would stay downtown at the uh, Main Street Station Casino, and uh, there was a there was a promotion where if you got twenty one blackjacks 
in a 24-hour period, you'd get this satin jacket. Now, it sounds like, how hard can that be? Well, trust me, it's harder than you think. Without losing your shirt, by the way, playing hand after hand after hand after hand. Well, one of our guys, uh, Dr. Brad, Brad Bauer, the gentleman dentist from Pittsburgh, PA, got the satin jacket. It was literally one of the proudest moments of his life. I think prouder than when he graduated from medical school. But it was a good time. And Craig was kind of the ringleader of the group. He had the most enthusiasm, the most giddy up and go, and he would bet these 11-team women's college basketball parlays. And he'd be like, look what I got here. And he'd be smiling from ear to ear. And then all my high school buddies, they started, you know, having families. And they started saying, ah, you know, I'm busy at work and I can't go this year. And I was like, damn it. I don't want to not go to Vegas in a given calendar year. And by the way, going once a year to Vegas for me is plenty enough. I've been, I've gone several times a year sporadically the last couple and I'm okay with it. But see, I always want Vegas to be magic when I land. So I'm a once a year kind of guy, but I got to have it every year. So as I, as I lost the scent of my high school friends and I don't begrudge them at all, it was just the way life works. I said, damn it, I got to keep going. So I was able to convince young Eric, who had been my intern at one-on-one sports in Chicago to go ahead and come with me. It was just literally me and him. I said, okay, I got a couple tea times here. We'll go down and play here. We shared a room together at the Mandalay Bay. You know, it was sort of like a no homo weekend. No offense. Please don't kill me for saying that. Nothing wrong with being gay. But it was sort of gay. It was just me and another man together sharing a room in Vegas for a long weekend playing golf, betting the tournament. And then from there, we just started building it up. We just added a guy and added a guy and added a guy. And then I made it an official sort of a radio conjunction thing with the station in D.C. And it kind of it ebbed and flowed where some years it was a radio promotion. Other years it was not. I did it with. Uh, f- did I do it with Fox? No, I did it with Yahoo Sports Radio. I don't think I ever did it with Fox Sports Radio. I'd have to ask, well, you know what? Let's just find out right now because faithful Eric Gitter is once again answering the call to join me next week in Vegas, and he can help straighten it out. Okay. Any day now. I told him half an hour I'd call him back. He's probably now neck deep in kids. Yes, sir. Hello! I was just recounting where... Oh, boy. I was just recounting the origins of Zave Vegas, the backstory <laughs> about the the No Homo weekend, just me and you in a Mandalay Bay room together. Yep. Uh, because Straight I love. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you went cold as ice. You went o for eleven up until Sunday. Uh, Over thir- thir- thirteen, 13 okay, yeah, something like yeah. that. But if you look at the in the inverse way, I was hot, thirteen and oh. You just had to fade me. That's true. That's true. And so from there, we we built it up. And I was trying to remember, did, we ever, did I ever do it with Fox Sports Radio as Ooh. the official? No, I don't think so. I don't Only think Yahoo. so either. I think it was Yahoo. There I was think a, it was I, Yahoo. I still have a Yahoo basketball uh, that right. I just saw 
out in the driveway yesterday as the kids were playing actually so <laughs> great the uh glad you treated it as the cherished bit of well, Zave kitchikana that it is it's it wasn't the autographed one it was an extra one that was not autographed Jeez. Okay. so anyway it's getting loved it's and fine. used it's fine they were meant to you know what throw them away i'm, I'm in a marie Kondo <laughs> stage of my life anyway where i'm getting rid of everything in my life that does not give me joy well, so when you get to the condo in Arizona, you're gonna not have as much room as you right. have now. So right, I, Marie condo and a literal Arizona condo, and I'm good to go. So go. so anyway, I think that the the one year we went to Palazzo and I did the afternoon show with Andy Pullman. Yes. That, yes, was, that was not when you had you had Bobby Knight and Billy Packer on. Yes, and Bobby Knight almost swung at you. Bobby Knight chastised me for putting words in his mouth about a certain team, and you know what? He was right. Because I did extrapolate what he said and, and twisted it in a way that he didn't actually say. And he gave me the uh, glare and he started ripping you on me. You tried to get faster. You tried to slip on past him and he was still pretty sharp back then. It's not that I tried to slip it past him. I was synthesizing his position. Like he had a nephew or something that was on one of the coaching staffs. And so, yeah, I forgot what, how, the, how the whole story went, to be and, honest. And I think I said, well, well, you, you're you recusing yourself from picking that game because you've got personal ties. Something, yeah. And that, he said, he goes, whoa. Right. He goes, what do you mean? I didn't say I was doing that. And it's true. He hadn't said that. I sort of guessed guesstimated that he had done such a thing. So You, you connected the dots without there being all the dots. Exactly. And, and Andy giggled like a fucking schoolgirl. He was so delighted that the great... <laughs> Robert Montgomery Knight was chastising me <laughs> in front of him. Right, because Andy yep. was the good boy. He looks at Andy and he says, is there any way we can get him to sit on that microphone? <laughs> yes, yes, he did. He did say that. If I, if, I only had, somewhere. if I only had the balls to get up and just smack Bobby Knight across the face as hard as I could, boy, I would have been a legend. And fired. Or at least knocked and the in jail. out of his hand or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, get off my show. Get <laughs> yeah. off. And then, the Bobby Knight show. Yeah. And then and then Billy Packer was on. And I remember distinctly Billy Packer didn't really like Michigan State's chances. And b- no. our friend Bob Madden laughed in yeah. Billy Packer's a crazy old man, I believe. <laughs> laughed in Billy Packer's face and said, You're crazy old man. Michigan State's totally gonna cover this game. Yep. And I was like wide-eyed. I was like, oh God. But Billy Packer didn't give a shit because, you know, that's the way Billy Packer rolls. Oh, those were good times. That was 2000. And Michigan State did cover. Of course they did. Of course they did. That was 2010. I'm pretty certain. It was the last time I was under 204 pounds. So I remember it fondly. (laughs) That That was the spring after my P90X in the fall of 2009. Yes. So yeah. So that I think I, I think we walked into the room and you did plyometric push-ups right away. Well, like of course okay. I was showing off. Exactly. I think I was doing Superman bananas for everyone. Superman banana. <laughs> Superman banana. Okay. So so that was sort of a a 980 promotion with a zabe.com promotion mm-hmm. where uh the late Kirk Strong may he rest in peace. Beautiful yes. beautiful man. Uh, yep. Help put together a, sort of a web promotion, and we had some winners come along with us. That's and, right. And Larry, I had to read essays, I believe. 
Were you the judge? I was. I had to read essays to pick somebody. I would like to come on the trip because... <laughs> yes. Yeah. My life sucks and, you know, yeah. stuff like so, that. So, so that was good. And, and uh, uh, Mike Larragetta was yep. the PR director at uh, Palazzo Sands at the time. And he was yep. he's a gaucho and he was a fan of mine. So that made things everything good. And it was good times, but he left and management changed at the Sands. And we bounced around. He went actually to Hard Rock. So we took the show to the Hard Rock. Yep. Had a couple good years at the Hard Rock there. Uh, then went back to Palazzo under more hostile terms. We weren't treated as royalty quite as much. Yes. But at least yeah. we were there and we did it. Uh, then, you know, we just sort of kind of limped along. Last year, we kind of, we made it a private thing. Is this, do we take two years off from it being an invite the public type deal? Because the last time we did it, we had the bus and we we're passing around the bottle oh, of booze on yes. the bus. Oh, yes. That was it. That, uh, what year was it? I got so sick. Shocker. I want to yeah, I want to say that was like 15 or 16. I remember Andy from Indy, his wife, I think, oh. took the last pull of the bottle. Andy from Indy's championship wife, bourbon drinker. And so I passed around a big bottle of Bullet Rye. We were, yep. dr- instead of having shot glasses like sane nah. people, we were putting our 35 strangers, putting our mouths on a bottle. <laughs> After being in Vegas for four days. Exactly. And it was the last night, too. But it was. but it was a lot of fun. Went to the foundation room at uh, Mandalay Bay. Uh, went to whatever the uh, what was the uh, Trist the night come after club after yep. that. Yep. Good times yep. there. And then I guess the last two years, I think it was just us guys. It was not. I didn't make it a public deal. Yes. I think the last two years. Okay. Yep. So we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back, and I'm so excited. I can't thank enough everybody who signed up for this, uh, it sold out almost right away. A uh, number of people are on the waiting list, and they've been getting in because some people have made last-minute changes. So uh, automatic bids are getting coughed up by yeah. upsets in conference tournaments. Other people are sneaking in. And uh, I think we're going to have a great time, and uh, and we're going to do a, a live one-hour podcast out there, Zabecast. That should be fun. That should be rowdy. should be interesting. And the Papa Shot tournament, I don't know how it's going to go. I really don't. This is uh, this is new territory. The, the trouble for me is figuring out how to seed the brackets so people well, don't is, complain. Have we determined is it full size basketball or mini basketball pop a shot? Because that's I, a huge difference. I believe it's full sized. I only went by that area at MGM Grand. It's called Level Up. It's sort of a game yep. area, and I looked down as I was going up the escalator. I was like, "Oh, pop a shot!" And then I looked again. I was like, "That looks like it's full shot." Okay. I got to go gamble. I'm moving on. So we'll find out when we get there. But uh, the fearless Nate Gray is going to take care of us along with his boss, Scotty Gertner. And we're going to have a great time. Now, having said all that, I wanted you to help me go through some underrated, overrated, good spot, bad spot tips for doing Vegas. Because I get this request all the time from people via email Hey, Zabe, I know you're a veteran. What do you recommend? What should we do? Et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Uh, we had a good time when we did the in, indoor go-karts, I believe. was a. I think we had a beautiful time doing that, right? That, that, was, was, uh, that was fun. It's off the strip. Yep, it is. I would say, um, all right, let's do this. Overrated, yep. underrated. I'll give you one overrated. 
I yep. think dinners are overrated. I would agree. Because here's what happens at dinner. You think to yourself, all right, I'm in Vegas with my guys. All these great restaurants, and there are great mm-hmm. restaurants, make no mistake. Oh, let's go. We'll, we'll go put on some nice clothes, and we'll go out like gangsters, and we'll go sit and have a nice big dinner. Okay? You go to dinner. Everyone's having fun. You're having drinks. You're talking. There's some momentum. And then it takes a while for the appetizers. Then yeah. it takes a while for the food. Then it takes a while for the check. And by that point, every asshole's out of jokes. And the whole momentum of the night has slowed to a crawl. Um, 100% agree with that statement. Yeah. Yes. Or or you're like our boy Mikey, who was pissed off that his VIP hook at MGM for the steakhouse didn't get us in quick enough. Remember how tilted yes. Mikey was? Oh, well, he, he tends to get tilted like sooner it's, rather than later. It's because though. he's passionate, damn it. And I, and I respect uh, that, even though it's sometimes so. tough. Yeah, like I didn't even care. It's like, all right, we got to wait 20. And, and that's the other thing, too. If you got a fairly sizable group, you yes. might have to wait 20 minutes to sit down. It's just the way yes. things are. And so yes. he didn't like the fact that we didn't walk right in and get served. I don't want to get her with our group, go to any formal dinners. None. I think one of the best dinners we had last year was on Fremont Street, and we just went to the walk-in White Castle, and everybody just and got that, stuff. Right, and that's underrated. Underrated yes. is grabbing grub at odd hours wherever yes. you can find something tasty. Yeah. Like, here's yeah. a place for you that's very underrated. At the Cosmo, which yeah. is the best people-watching casino around. Yep. All the beautiful people are there. The Chandelier Bar is one of a kind. Yes. Um, upstairs, there's a place called Holstein's. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go there with me? Uh, I've not been there with you. But oh, that's I've right. Okay. Last year, get or drink too much, too early, and shut it down no. way too early. I, I went. I, I, I went to Holstein's. Flight. I went to Holstein's with your brother Matt or your brother-in-law Matt. I had an early flight. Yeah. Right. Two two o'clock. You had a PM. Yeah, you had an early flight to Snoozeville, <laughs> and you took it. You flew standby on Snoozeville Air. Yep. So, so I went there with your brother-in-law Matt, who can attest. Holstein's at yep. the Cosmo is very underrated. Holstein's has two things you're gonna love: burgers and milkshakes. All the good stuff from the cow, baby. Yep, and it's and you can just kind of sit at the bar, and they'll go ahead and serve you right away, no waiting, whatever. And they're open mm-hmm. until like two a.m. Well, everything's open until like two a.m. Yeah. Or yeah, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Some things do close. All right. Do you have an overrated, underrated Vegas? Uh, overrated, underrated. The Ferris wheel. <laughs> that stupid thing. I never did it. Did you? Uh, no, but it's, it, it, I, I think it gets back to the dinner. I think it's going to take too long to, you know, you're going to go through and you're like, you're going to get like halfway up and like, oh, this is cool. Now what do we do for the rest of the trip? So, <laughs> well, I'm going to go overrated. Yeah. I would think that just sitting on the thing and gently, you know, going around, you're like, oh, okay, I'm looking. Down. I mean, I'm sure the views of the strip are great, but you can't even do anything in those cars. There was the dude who got arrested for banging his chick in one of those gondola cars. Remember that when it first opened? 
Oh, sorry, you were cutting out there. <laughs> that would be underrated then, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> yeah, but if you get arrested, I'd say not so much right there. Well, that's overrated, getting arrested. Okay, <laughs> underrated is finding a little b- band or musical act in yes. some nook or cranny casino late at night. It yes. might be one guy with a keyboard. It might be a guy and a girl singing. It might be two or yeah, three where dudes. Were, we saw somebody, and I was like, we're worried. That was like seven or eight years ago. We ran into somebody, and we were just mesmerized. <laughs> well, at- and the thing is, as long as if you're at the proper beer level, if you're at the right stage of drunkenness, you're just happy and you're walking around. Yeah. And you find, and you just go sit down, and you just kind of listen. You're like, "This is cool, man. This is like Vegas. Yes. There's a little band playing here, which is cool." Uh, overrated. Overrated is well, I wouldn't say this is overrated. One thing that I'm going to try to do is have a plan, have a definite plan that goes at least until midnight or one, and then people can break off on their own. The worst thing in Vegas is if you got a group of guys. And you're like, well, what are we going to do? I don't know. Well, maybe we go downtown. And you start mm-hmm. haggling things out. What do you want to do? There's there's too many chieftains in the tribe, and that's when you start getting frustrated because you'll be overwhelmed with the number of things you could possibly do. Yes. I think uh, if you come up with a printed itinerary for all of us. <laughs> printed. Hup, 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 hup. we got to hit our marks here. Or text it to all of us. Then, yeah. we're, you know, then we can all know. I think also you have to uh, you have to be you have to be aware of the size of your group because mm-hmm. it can't get too big, and you also have to be aware of who's in your group. Yes, because if and you, have, you have to be willing to you know if somebody doesn't want to do what you want to do, just go do it, and you know everybody's adults. Right. And, 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 and if you're going to break off, you got to stay nimble and in touch via text. You Correct. can't be a, oh, I didn't check my phone. I was over here talking to somebody. Or, or oh, my phone died. Oh, oh, the, oh, the phone died. Guys are the worst. Where are you? I thought we were going to meet up yeah. over here. Sorry, dude. My phone died. Sorry, bro. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, if you get a big group and you're like, all right, let's go gamble over here at this casino and you're at a casino where the limits are higher than some guys in the group want, yes. you're going to get guys, you get two guys gambling, six guys standing around with, mo- with mopey face. Yes. No standing around mopey face. If the limits are too high for you, go find a penny slot and sit down and play that. Absolutely. Speaking of that. Every casino has a cheap slot machine. Speaking of that, underrated slot machines. I didn't yeah. become a slot player until just a couple of years ago yeah. where I was bored and I was like, all right, what am I going to do? Sit down and I'll play and hit some decent sized jackpots, you know, uh-huh. hundred, 200 bucks. That's what's fun. You put in a buck and you win 200. That's not going to happen to you at a blackjack table. So play oh, some slots. hundred percent. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll hit that big one without question. Video poker, another one that uh, <laughs> you can get some big winnings on right? Um, if, you, if you play it long enough. The monorail. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Monorail. Monorail. No. Monorail. No. Monorail. No. Tell me, Homer. Tell me, Homer, the track will bent. Not a chance, no. my Hindu friend. Yeah. Just. Uh... <laughs> I'm Lyle Landley. Who wants to get on the Las Vegas monorail? Uh... Here's yeah. a here's my story from the monorail. 
So it's it's free to get on, and there's stations at certain points along its route, right? Yes. Yep. I end up getting on somewhere near New York, New York. Sounds uh, right. Excalibur or whatever. Yep. And I'm glad because it's a much longer walk to certain parts of the strip than you think. Yes. <laughs> For example. Yeah, every, it's right there. Yes. You think to yourself, okay, my and hotel's in the right. My hotel's in the dog leg of the strip where it bends, and we're just up here at New York, New York. It's right there. I'm just yeah. gonna walk. I don't want to wait for a cab. I don't want to pay for a cab. I'm just gonna walk. You start hoofing it and you quickly realize shit, it's longer than I thought. And making it worse is with all the pedestrian control bridges they built in the last mm-hmm. 20 years. You're going upstairs. You're winding around. Yep. Which way are we up, going? Down, up, up, down, down up, escalator. down, over, up, down, then, over. Yeah, exactly. The escalator's not working. Yeah. Then you got to walk them. So you might take the monorail and think, okay, life hack. I'm doing pretty good. I'm on the monorail. Guess what? I was on the monorail, and it stopped at the next casino. And in this mm-hmm. tiny little glass-enclosed car with no security, no cameras, on walked a couple of the drunkest fucking hooligans I had ever seen. <laughs> and I got to tell you, Gitter, I did not feel comfortable. because you your pepper spray in your room. <laughs> exactly. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, drunken assholes in Vegas, it, you know, they get their liquid courage on. Hey, look what this fucker's wearing. Nice shirt, yeah. man. Yeah. And you're like, hey, guys, uh, how's your night going? You, you winning any money? Now, maybe there was a hidden camera somewhere, which I'm sure would be great eight months from now when they finally apprehend these guys and we're at (laughs) trial and my jaw is wired shut and I haven't worked since then because of my my headaches. And I'm not saying that there have been attacks on the monorail. I'm just saying that was an incident that said to me, no, don't do the monorail. Yeah, be in with a bunch of people because the chances of something crazy happening when you're walking down the sidewalk, right? Pretty slim to none. Also, and you can get and you can get a ninety nine cent beer somewhere along the yeah. way. Also, and continue to walk. Also, let's talk about the ladies of the night in Vegas. <laughs> in Clark County, Nevada, prostitution of all sorts is absolutely one hundred percent ill. Legal. Frowned upon, yes. <laughs> no, it's not just frowned upon. It's ill-legal. Well, and so, therefore, uh, you would be not very smart to be dabbling in it there. If you if you really want that thing, there's a you know, way out in Pahrumpf, there's a cat house. But yes. it's something like an hour plus away, and by the time that's you where, get there, you'd be like... That's where Lamar Odom was. That's where Lamar Odom was, exactly right. So, But, but that doesn't mean, just because it's illegal that there will not be those purveyors prowling the strip because yes. they will. And they will come up. They'll, you'll be walking by, and they'll see you, and they'll smile, and they'll say something. And, boy, they, are, they can be pretty pushy. And pushy in a good way, like, hey, baby, where are you going? And yep. you'll just, I would just keep walking like, no, nah, I got to go. Don't make go. eye contact. Just oh, exactly. look, at, look at the sidewalk. Look at the sidewalk. <laughs> Right, just Don't. just keep moving briskly on that front. Wednesday lock in. Oh you yeah, are a target. Yeah, just uh, just keep walking on that. But otherwise, it's a it's a safe, friendly place, Las Vegas. Nevada. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I've never not felt safe there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, downtown. People say, well, what about downtown? Downtown's fun. 
Downtown's fun. You should definitely make a night to go downtown and uh, see the old school Las Vegas before the Strip became big and the old school casinos. Uh, plus, they got Fremont Street, which is a big outdoor sort of yeah. bizarre festival, whatever. They got a zip flyer there. <laughs> it's a there. bizarre, all right. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's good. I wouldn't say it's overrated. I wouldn't say it's underrated. I think it's rated. Properly rated. It's properly rated. It's yeah. it's it's properly rated. And don't try to walk downtown. No. That's no. way too God, far. No. Like, in theory, you could, but there's a chunk of Las Vegas Boulevard after the stratosphere that basically goes dark until yeah. you get to downtown and mm-hmm. you're not going to find anything good. You're there. right by the freeway and the underpasses and yeah, not a good spot. I, not a good spot. I have never done any of the machine gun shooting and you'll see that when you land at the airport. Yeah. I guess if you're into that, you can do that. I haven't done helicopter tours. I haven't done the luxury race car Driving, although I wouldn't mind doing that, but it's pretty expensive. A couple hundred bucks. you have to be sober as the day is long Uh, to do that. Exactly. Uh, What else uh, do they uh, try to rope you into doing there? Shows, of course. You got the bungee bungee jumping, uh, the the swing on the top of the stratosphere where you swing basically over the side of the top of the stratosphere and you're looking down and you're just spinning around the building. Are we going to do any of those? There's rides. the roller coaster at New York, New York. Are we gonna? We've never done any rides. Uh, I will. I will do the roller coaster at New York, New York. You won't do bungee at Strato? No. Come on, safe. Totally no. safe. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. No. Right. Well, I'll we'll... ride the fer- I'll ride the Ferris wheel before I would do that. <laughs> okay. Um, Getter recommends Blue Man Group. Absolutely yes. highly. 100%. It's like... one of your favorite shows out there. <laughs> oh, God, those guys. Tell tell me why you hate Blue Man Group so much. I was at the Big Ten Tournament Final probably circa 2002, I would say, on a press credential, and they were the halftime entertainment at the Big Ten Tournament Final, and I felt like I got robbed. <laughs> And I didn't pay a dime to go in and see these guys. I mean, they're they're pounding drumsticks into things of paint and shooting. Like, what and their talented? faces are blue. That's it. That's the act. <laughs> they're a bad drum line with a bunch of latex paint all over them. Boo! Well, you being a drummer, you should be you should be all against them as well. I am. I'm philosophically against them, big time. Uh, as far as blackjack goes, you're going to hear from my dad in just a minute here. As soon as I hang up oh, with Gitter, yes. Uh, Papa Zabin is going to give. Get this. I told him today. I said, Dad, I want, ten, I want, I want Dad's ten ironclad rules All for right. playing blackjack in Vegas. He he texts me back in a panic midday. I don't, Stephen. Oh. I don't know. I, I'm having real trouble getting my arms around. I, there's just so many things, and I've read so many books about this, and I'm not sure what you want. I go, Stad, slow down, breathe, okay? Just write down ten basic things, and we'll go through them. Rat a tat tat. Come on, yeah. man. Do we have access to his uh, service that he uses? Are we going to have the sh- the sheets ready to go when we get out there? Uh, yes, Stanford Wong's Blackjack newsletter, which tracks. Every table at every casino with every wrinkle and nuance of the rules. So do you as... walk around with like a map and be like, you're like, nope, not this one. <laughs> no. Nope. Here it is, right here, right no. here. It's the $5 hand, right here. No, oh, it'll that's... say, it'll say like, you know, uh, Mirage. Uh, 
Uh, there's six tables that have early surrender, dealer hits on soft 17, and All right. these are the limits. But you could walk into the Mirage and walk around and walk around and walk around and be like, I can't see any of these tables because they could change the limits at any time. Sure. And they and they do change the rules at tables from time to time. That's why, oh, yeah. that's why Blackjack, the Blackjack newsletter tries to stay on top of here's where the best tables are. Yep. Over the last 15 years in Vegas, the rules for blackjack have become so worse. Oh, bastardized and so twisted against the player. It was already not a great game anyway to begin with. We had the best table last year when we were downtown, and we had had the whole table. We're right on Fremont there. We were right by the main end. I forgot what casino. Were we in the D maybe? And. They had the the bonus chip. If you got it, blackjack. Then you spun the wheel. They made you play a dollar bonus chip. That was a mandatory thing. So it was like a yes. it was like a eleven dollar table essentially, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. But we and had fun. I mean, we it was, had a lot of it was fun. A lot, a lot of spins. It was fun, and I think people were generally winning, right? Yeah, I yeah. think all of us were. We had a good time there. Yeah. So. So you got to realize if you're playing blackjack to really play seriously, you got to find the best tables. And you got to be yep. committed to doing that. If you're playing for fun, you got to realize the new rules they're throwing in there uh, with the three to two instead of the or the six to five instead of the three to it's two three for black jacks. Yep. Black yep. jacks, they're they're completely boning you on the odds, and you're pretty oh, yeah. much playing just to jerk yourself off for an hour or less and get some free drinks. Yeah, but it's not free. Well, because true. you're losing. That You'd is be true. better off standing there buying a drink watching other people lose, but then that's not fun. That's and, not fun. And and when your dealer busts, you and the other guys at the table who are not busted must let out the following war cry. You ready? <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> the LSU guy <laughs> screaming the Hold that tiger note. That is our bust clarion call. Yep. Our entire table does it every bust. I, I don't get tired of it ever. No, no, because that means you're winning. That's right. And people look at us like, what, what's up with them? Yeah, what are those guys doing? I also recommend at some point in the trip play, going somewhere there, there, where the tables are really cheap, like Circus Circus, oh, yeah. Yeah. Slots of Fun, Five dollar, even two dollar tables. I'm sure. not sure if two dollar. Yep. Do two dollar tables still exist in Vegas anywhere? Uh, probably at Hooters, maybe. Okay. Um, if we make, venture up to that end and go to that casino, I think yeah. we could probably find it. Anyway, sure. I uh, I like to every now and then on a really low level table play whack jack, where you do all kinds of shit oh, wrong. Yeah, just- do all the obvious break all the split rules. tens, uh, yep. double down on 12, just dumb yep. shit because it's only five bucks. And sometimes yeah. you'll be surprised at it, how it, not bad it can it work. Can. <laughs> it can work, yeah. but, but be careful if there's serious Bring that up with your dad. Bring that up with your dad. I will be double careful down on 12. Be careful if there's serious players, though, at the table, yeah. they yeah, could get kind of pissed off at you for playing whack jack. They might. They might they might be fashioning a shiv out of their room key under the table while you're sitting there, and then when you do that for the third time, yeah. that might get plunged into your side. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Getter, once again, thank you for coming out to Vegas. The only thing, uh, the only thing stopping, be, the only thing standing between a good trip dying, is for good men to stop coming. Yes. And you are the best man with your brother-in-law, who's a great addition, who still comes. Yes, because yeah, we because we've been counting down uh, between us and and, and uh, Houston Scotty for about the last uh, twenty oh, yeah. days, I think. Oh yeah, so. and that's the thing. This trip for me and for you, it pulls me through the winter. Oh, sort 1, of thousand percent. Sort of like a tow truck pulling me through the doldrums because every day of winter I'm like one day closer to Vegas in spring. Yeah, one day yep. closer. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go pack. I know it's uh, five days early, but I don't care. I'm yeah, going to pack. Well, it can never be too prepared. So. All right, man. I'll see you in Vegas next week. Sounds good. Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler? Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with my bookie is a take-your-girl-out-to-steak-dinner winner-winner. And right now, when you sign up for an account, MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Here, just have 50% more. Why not? Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at MyBookie.ag to activate. We're all going to be in office pools, and that's fine. Nobody's going to get the perfect bracket. We know that. But you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing. So let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Only at mybookie.ag. From a man getter, we go to my dad. And I'm going to call my mom right now and have her hand the phone to, uh, to dad. <laughs> my mom texted me today. Call dad soon. He's driving me nuts. It's amazing how keyed up he gets just for a silly podcast. And by the way, I should congratulate my mom. Hey there. Hey, mom, you're on the Zabecast. How are you? Oh, I'm on the Zabecast. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I want to know if you're watching your alma mater, the Arizona State Sun Devils, leading St. John's right now in one of the play-in games in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, no. I didn't know it was on. We just finished dinner. We're watching... Jeopardy. Oh my god. I'll Come have on. To turn it on. It's uh, on tape. It's on true what? it's on true TV, Mom. Oh, I know because I printed out and taped together your gigantuan. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> you printed so. out my gargantuan bracket. Yes, I did, because I wanted to see what was on it. There's a lot of things I didn't understand. <laughs> like some of those initials. <laughs> okay. Oh, There's a key on well, it, Mom. Isn't you can that read why it. You emailed it to me? Or did I get it? Because I you signed up, you contest. signed up for the email blast, and so you got it. Okay, um, right. I don't know. You know I don't know what channel True TV is out at the condo in Phoenix. So you have to find, find it. Out. You may not get. You may not have it either. Depends on the cable know. system. So yeah. Okay. All right. Get the get the get the numbers and uh, dial it in and tune it in because I'm sure the whole city is going nuts. You know, Arizona State, big oh, time program out there. Oh yeah, probably all the bars and the casinos are just packed watching all right all right let okay. me uh, let me talk to pops all right have a good trip all right thanks mom bye
Hey, Steve, it's you. Boy, Tech, how you yeah, doing? You're heading off to the Vegas, huh? <laughs> yes, the Vegas. We've talked yeah. about this, Dad. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing fine. Okay. Really good. Did you, yep. uh, did you, I didn't mean to overwhelm you with my request for your 10 ironclad rules for playing well, I, blackjack. I, I haven't come up with 10 coherent, cohesive ones. <laughs> I've got a million different thoughts, but they're so random. You have a million stray thoughts, but not ten ironclad rules. Uh, that would be that would be probably accurate. Okay. Right? Yeah. All right. Let's start. <clears throat> they're not categorized, and they're not uh, whatever they call it. You know, uh, put in order and all that sort of stuff. Okay. First things first. When yeah. you're in Vegas, where do you play, Dad? What I like casinos? MGM. I, I like MGM because I can always find a game that I like because the rules are good. And also I can find a $10. Typically I used to be able to, I hope this is the same, a $10 minimum table. I will play $15 minimum, but you know, it's getting a little, little less desirable for me at that rate. And then they have typically at MGM, they have a section where they play $25 minimum, and the rules are the best. I mean, they're surrender, there's resplit aces, there's everything, and your disadvantage goes down to 0.26 of 1%. Ooh, okay, yeah, 0.26. Yeah, but, of 1%, yep. All right, so when I'm looking for a table <clears throat> with the best rules, what's right. the first best rule I'm looking for? Blackjacks pay 3 to 2, not 6 to 5? Oh, for sure. Okay, oh, for sure. so that's yeah, the first I, yeah. thing. I mean, right. you say that dismissively, well, Dad, but do you know how many tables now pay a shitty six to five on blackjack? Well, I don't play them anymore. I well, mean, I, I know, but I'm saying there's like 50% of the tables now in Vegas. That's the rule. Well, that bites and blows. So yeah, I, I, just, I, I just can't imagine doing it, you know. Right. I, so don't I, do I, it. So don't sit down. Well, and a lot of people, correct. a lot of guys, Dad, sit down because it's it might be the only place that has a seat open. In a casino, you're like, eh, you're like, you're like, all right, play. fine. And you think to yourself, well, how often am I going to get a blackjack? Yeah, and often they... enough to often enough to beat you up after oh. in, in a longer term. Right, exactly. <laughs> sure. There's a reason yeah. why they changed it to that. So there's that second most important rule to look for for a good table. Well, it's not a rule, but you have to look for. Do they have those little black metal semicircular boxes? That's a continuous shuffle machine, oh, and that's yeah. that's that's even more important to me, uh, maybe than the six to five. But I still so, don't play the six to five. So you avoid the continuous shuffle, like like the plague. I have never ever played it. You'll and play you'll play shoes of six decks. Yep, or or eight decks, even. Okay. And unfortunately, they used to have four decks way back in the day, but they don't have them anymore. And that's because you want to have at least some cursory count or at least a visual thought of here's what cards we've seen so far in the shoe. For sure. That's it. That's that's exactly right. All right. And and you can't do that on a continuous shuffle machine because they put the cards you just played back into the machine and they can turn up on the next deal. Yeah. So yeah. You have no idea. Now there are some places that advertise like two deck blackjack. Actually, I love that. And I, that was going to be one of my things when you asked about 
<clears throat> favorite casinos to go to. And this was a late discovery, if you want to call it that, for me. Uh, the Orleans uh, on Tropicana Boulevard, oh, yeah. which is just a, just a couple blocks, so to speak, down from down from uh, the New York, New York casino. Uh, it's not, it's, I don't think it's, I don't know if it is Tropicana Boulevard. It might be. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, anyway, it's, it's the seat. It's the street that goes, you know, perpendicular to the strip right at the corner. People can find New it. York, New York They'll Google Orleans. They'll find it. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, the Orleans. It's, it's so the Orleans, Orleans will have, and, and there'll be dealers that deal two, two, two decks out of their hand, right? Right, but you also get to handle the cards, which is kind of interesting and fun a little bit, you know. Uh, well, because so. because they don't want they don't deal them face up, because with only two decks, they right. don't want all the players seeing the cards. Yeah, but you know when when the game is when the round is over and people turn up the cards or the dealer turns up your cards, you can do a quick count of you know what what you've just seen. It doesn't take that much. That's true. So. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that. But you got to be quick. You got to be quicker to do it, though. And the other thing about two deck blackjack is that they will do a very thick cut, meaning they'll put that yellow reshuffle card in the middle Uh of those two decks, so that you're not getting the greatest, deepest look at the cards that you'd want. That that would be true, and in particular, if you go to a less reputable casino, I guess, and they see that. It, it, they they sense that you are counting the dealer, and I had this happen up in Reno, where you know I was I was increasing my bet basically, and I think their rule of thumb is if you sextuple your you know your previous bet or yeah. something you know, then then they shuffle up on you, <laughs> and ah. you didn't know it. Ah. Like 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 I my I had a bet that I started at five dollars, and then I went up to maybe fifteen. And then the deck looked really good to me, so I went up to thirty, and I thought she was going to start dealing. And she looks at what I, she's waiting for me to put down the bet first of all before <laughs> before she either shuffle before she either deals the cards or shuffle. And when I put my money down, she decides to reshuffle. And I thought, well, screw that, you know. So I I played the next few hand next few rounds, but then I got out of there. Had a bad and taste that, in your mouth. Aren't you allowed to take your bet off during a shuffle? Well, probably could have, yeah. Okay. Probably could have, and that would have been a, I don't know, that would have been a, a, a you know, a, I don't know what they call it, but a, a stalemate or something. I take my bet off, and <laughs> she, she reshuffles or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. All right. So, what other what other rules are you looking for to get the best table? Oh, I'm I'm looking for one thing. I'm looking for three split aces, and there's some variations to that, but resplitting aces, the best variation is if you get a pair of aces and you resplit them, you can, uh, and you split them, you can get, you can get, you can make three hands and get right. another hand. Right. And if, That's you get the, three, yeah. if you get three aces, you can split that and get four hands. And if you get that, you've got four aces. It, right. So you can split, you can split aces to the end of time. Well, until you have four hands. Oh, four is it's, the max. Okay. Yeah, it's right, pretty right, right. pretty hard to do that, but I've seen it before. And here's the thing: I seem to recall years ago, everywhere you could resplit aces, and then at some oh, point, well, that, that, that's that is true. Actually, I remember playing at the. Uh, oh no, I know it was at the 
Oh, uh, I'm wherever the shooting happened. Anyway, that one on Mandalay Bay. Yeah, exactly. I played there. I was I was heading out to the airport, I believe, and uh, either that or New York, New York. Uh, either either that. Anyway, I was heading out to the airport, and I had a an hour and a half or two or whatever before I had to you know take off for the airport. And so I sat down and played. God, I mean, I was getting cards and I was resplitting and splitting and getting aces and tipping the dealer five dollars, <laughs> ten dollars, whatever. I mean, when I got done, he said, "Well, thanks for all the tips, you know." And that was unusual for me. But well, I, anyway, I so my point good. was, I I used to always remember resplitting aces. So you get two aces, you split them, you get yep. another ace, and you get, split them again. And whenever right. that would happen. We'd all get real excited, and I'd yell out, "Oh, we're gambling now!" Because yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, now you got three aces, and I've even seen it with four. And then at some point, like ten years ago, right. I remember that happening, and I said, "Split them again," and the dealer just frowns and says, "No," and whammies yeah. me with the double down card. And of course, it was a twelve, and I was bitter. And, and now that's kind of like the rule is that you can't resplit aces. You got to go that- looking for that as one of the table rules. And you can't hardly find it too much. Some places, MGM Grand, the $25 one that I said, you know, has all the good rules. Uh, they they let you resplit aces. But one of the things about if they don't let you resplit aces, I, I will frequently get another ace. And now I got, like you said, a total of 12. Yeah, it's and you the can't worst. Take another hit. You can't take another hit. Yeah. It goes on to the next hand. Yeah. That's the worst. So it sucks. It bites. Yeah. <laughs> bites and blows and sucks, as you like to say, Paul. All, all of the above. All of the yeah. above. So the, the other thing, too, is, and I never learned this move till a buddy of mine taught me about it, which is uh, doubling down on less than 11. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Especially if you got a soft, like, let's say you got a soft 17 and the dealer's got a six. That's a pretty good double down. Uh, and if you got a soft 18 and the dealer got a six, that's a pretty good double down. Although some people think, well, 18 is a good hand. Well, 18 is, is a, is a nice hand, but it's not good enough usually in so many cases. Uh, so, so I've been known, in fact, the other night I doubled down on a soft 18 and it was all right. You, you know? can, you can and, double down on any two cards, any two cards. Okay. Yeah. And you, you, you may see if you get in the game, you may see a person that doubles down on a 12 and everybody at the table, including <laughs> the, well, I don't know about the dealer. They start groaning like, Oh my God, what, what is this, this guy doing? jackass doing? Well, yeah. yeah, you never know. So also I've heard about doubling down for less. Oh yeah, that's easy. And, 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 the, and the, and the protocol for that typically is if you, in most casinos, if you're doubling down for the same amount, then you put your double down, uh, chips on the left-hand side of your original bet. But if you're double, doubling for less, you just say for less and you put it on the right-hand side and the dealer's fine with that. They know what you're talking about. Okay. So yeah. Now, explain insurance. Nobody ever takes insurance that I see. Well, yeah, no, you, you can take insurance as a matter of fact. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to get it right though. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I guess odds wise, uh, First of all, and there's a very good book uh, on this. And boy, one of the experts, one of the big experts on blackjack wrote this book and I have it at home, but he talked about how you can know, you know, when to take insurance. And basically if you do what's called a tens count, uh, you know, throughout the shoe, uh, 
then when it gets favorable to you, you want to take insurance because your payoff uh, odds will be better than your odds of losing. Got it. Uh, or, insurance yeah. is when the dealer is showing either a 10 or an ace. Or no, I'm sorry, just only an ace, correct? That's correct. So the dealer is showing an ace, meaning they could well have blackjack. Do you want a separate bet that they do have blackjack, and if the dealer does have blackjack and you have bet insurance, right. then you get your money back, and essentially you insure the loss of the you bet. You get two to one. You get two to one. So if your original bet is $10 uh, and you put down five for insurance and you win, then you get $10 on that bet. So that covers... But, but you the lose the original yeah. bet to the dealer's That's 21. Correct. And That's if you correct. and if the dealer doesn't have twenty one, even if they have right. twenty or nineteen, right. you lose your insurance bet, and that's just gone. Yeah, that's correct. That's I, correct. I, it just seems it seems like that nobody ever plays insurance. Well, ever. first of all, one of the reasons, Steve, is that in in the early stages of the shoe, the first couple of few rounds uh, is a bad bet because your payoff of two to one is less than your odds of losing. In other words, your odds of losing may be two and a half to one uh, just because the shoe is fresh and there haven't been any cards withdrawn from the shoe. So, you know, the the odds are pure at the beginning of the shoe. All right, surrender. Let's talk surrender. Right. What's surrender? Surrender is when... The best example I can think of is you got a 16 and the dealer's got a 10 showing. So you got a shit uh, hand, you, the dealer's got a strong right. hand. You think you're going to lose and right. you say surrender and that does what? He gives you he takes he gives you he gives you half of your bet and and takes your money away and he and you're done. He takes yeah, he takes half of your bet and lets you have the other half and you're done with that hand. That yeah. seems like so, a great deal. It is, is a it, great deal. Is it offered everywhere? No, not nearly. Okay. Not nearly. In fact, you know, a lot of the houses that do offer that, they put a little separate placard on the table and it'll say surrender offered or surrender available. Got it. Uh, but a lot of places don't have it. That's why, you know, I subscribe to this Stanford Wong thing, you know, et cetera, just because they, they tell you about all that stuff, which casinos offer yeah. it and don't offer it and so on. Okay. Yeah, so, all yeah. Right. So when you sit down to play, do right. you have do you have a set num time that you want to play? Like I'm going to play for two hours, or do you play it by ear? I I know I'm going to play for pretty much an hour, uh, unless unless I really get pissed off at the run of the cards and I want to go <laughs> find another. If I want to if I want to find another table, you know, I'll I'll I may I may give up a session after. Who knows? Twenty minutes, you know, and then just go find another table. And of course, I may have been, you know, sneakily—not sneakily, but kind of looking around, you know, the other tables to see what they look like, you know, and if there's action going on and everything. I say, eh, I might have a better chance over there or something. So, you know, I don't do a lot of table hopping, but you know, if if it's a really bad run of cards and everything, and, and somehow the vibe isn't right for me, then. Uh, you know, I may leave in as little as 20, 30 minutes, but typically I'm ready to play for an hour. But do you ever, do is, you ever jump into an ice cold table? One where guys have just been wiped out and they get up in a huff 
and there might only be one or two guys sitting there. Do you ever no. say to yourself, you know what? I know that these guys are getting killed here, but right. I'm going to sit down and my luck's going to be different. Or do you avoid never, those tables like the plague? I, I, I avoid those pa- tables like the plague, but not because, you know, I think, you know, my cards are going to be better than theirs, but because I like to play at a full table. I, my situation is I, I like to see six, I like to see five players at the table and right. then I'll sit down too because that makes it easier for me to do my style of counting. Right. Uh, because I can look at the cards of six players all at a time, you know, and I can quickly get yeah. an account and an idea of, you know, of, of what, what's been depleted, you know, from the deck. Do you ever play, do you ever play two hands at once? I have, I've, I've played as much in some situation as three hands at once. <laughs> Degenerate. But, but, does, does mom know this? <laughs> yeah pro- yeah she does she's good uh that way but uh but you know it, if it's playing for ten dollars maybe and that's i know that's i'm just it. kidding so yeah, no but but the thing is uh most casinos they have a rule that says if you want to play two hands you gotta play you've double gotta the table double limit. your bet and both hands right so if you're playing for ten dollars and you will say i want to play two hands you have to put $20 up on each of the two hands. So that makes it a little more costly for you to do that. And that's a little disincentive, but I guess the, I guess this casino's viewpoint must be that if this guy thinks he's going to, you know, take advantage of some situation, then we're going to make it, you know, we're going to make him put up his money to do that. Do you ever feel, uh, do you ever play the, the hoop de do games on the extra dot? that are no i do i do not play it and and i have no no end of people you know who tell me oh god you should have played that because because you would have had you would have had like three aces or something between you and the dealer and and i would have paid 30 to one if you had had five dollars on that you'd have got 150 dollars yeah but after losing 200 dollars over the last hour feeding the meter on that Exactly. It's a terrible odds thing. And a lot of times, at least in, you know, local, when I say local casinos, but like in Delaware, the people just dig those side bets. You know, they like to play them. They do. And I get in there, you know, and I never play them, you know, but I figure out at least I'm hoping, helping the game to move along a little faster. But, uh, you know, I just don't play it. You tip the dealers, Dad? I occasionally, you know, I tip the dealers – if I've really had a great run, you know, if I had a run that you, you say, well, nobody could have anticipated this. Like you've, you've, you've split a hand and then you have, then you've split it to three hands and four hands and you've been able to double down on one or two of those split hands. Uh, and the dealer breaks or something. And you, you now have won six bets out of an original one, <laughs> something like that. I say, you know, People are gonna think I'm a freaking shit if I don't if I don't do something, you know. <laughs> a so, total tightwad. Yeah, so right. you gotta give right. it up from a karmic standpoint. I usually tip based on karma. I'm like, if this, if I don't tip, this is bad karma. Let's go right. ahead and take care of the dealers. Have you ever sat and thought, I think this dealer is giving me a subtle visual clue to either hold or take a card based on what he saw through the eyeglass? When he looked at his whole card, like let's say he's got a pl- possible blackjack, so he's gonna yeah. look into the peeper, right? Yeah. And then you're sitting there. I've had times in which 
I could swear the dealer was trying to tell me, don't take a hit. I have only had one occasion where I thought I could, the dealer did a tell, what they call a tell. Right. Like the, the dealer knew what was coming or something and wasn't supposed to, you know, give it away by her expressions or anything else. Uh, and, uh, and I could tell, you know, she, <laughs> she, she, I could tell, I could tell what she had by doing that. And I bet, and, and, and I was right and everything. This was at the Hilton hotel in Las Vegas and the Hilton hotel. I don't even think is there or doesn't even offer blackjack anymore or whatever, but I've, I haven't been there in eons, yeah. but that's the only time, but I've never done it because I believe the dealer would, you know, give you an eye signal. The first thing is my understanding is what they see in that little glass there is not the card itself, but they see whether it is a, a face card or an ace. And that's all. They, well, in fact, they're, lo they're looking, if, if, if they're looking at it, when they get a 10, they see that it is, is either a ace or it's not an ace. You're probably uh, well, right. Maybe, You're probably right that the cards are marked in a way that only aces and face cards show up in the paper. Ex exactly. And other denominations don't. And I believe some of them, they don't even look at it. There's a red light that comes on. Right. Right. That's true. That's if true. If it's not there. Okay. That's so true. just to, just to wrap it up here, Dad, and this has been a great yep. great little uh, anecdotal tutorial here. So, oh yeah, well we haven't we haven't even scratched it, but that's okay because well you know, you know podcast doesn't go on forever. We try to keep it to an hour, and you're the back I, half guest <laughs> today. So anyway, anecdote just to wrap it up here, I want to know the first time you ever went to Vegas. You were probably oh. a young man living in L.A. at the time, working for that title yeah. company. Absolutely, and absolutely. Who'd you go to Vegas with? Roughly, what year was it, and where'd you stay? 1950 well 1959 first of all when kenny and i went out to la to find our fortunes uh <laughs> we stopped on we stopped on this this not the strip but downtown I'm trying to think of the name of the road that goes between fremont the street dam. no it's the road okay. that goes between the hoover dam and uh Dad, the and, Hoover and, Dam and, is way out of town what are you talking well, about well yeah but i mean the kid maintains that name anyway okay uh, I can't think of it. I'll, I'll Google search it while you talk. Go ahead. Motel there. Yeah. All right. Well, if you look up, if you look up uh, some of the uh, a Boyd Casino downtown, I think that'll show you the name of the the, the name right. of the roadway. All right. So yeah. you you and your you and your buddy Kenny are uh, right. coming from Colorado, right? No, we're we're no, we're coming okay. from You're New York State. Oh, New York, right? We came from New York State. All yeah. Right. Driving across yeah, the and, country. Right. And. Came came across the Boulder, the, the Hoover Dam, uh, and then drove into Vegas, you know, into downtown. And we found a cheap motel about a mile and a half outside of, you know, Casino Row in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, so that's where we stopped, and it was 1959. 1959 we at Casino Royale? No, not, it was Casino Row. I'm, I'm oh, saying, Casino you know, Row. We're, okay. We're... we're and, and and we're 20 years old each, you know, too young to gamble, so, theoretically, <laughs> but they did not give a care whatsoever. I mean, you go in there, you get drinks, you, you gamble, you did whatever. Uh, Do you remember what the, casino in 1959? It was the Golden Nugget, no question about it. And, and not only that, but the Golden Nugget name still exists there, and it's still a, still a damn good casino to play in. 
Yeah. That's one I would recommend even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've had some good experience there even more recently. Uh, has, you know, a total different ownership than it did way back when. What car did you but roll anyway. in? What car did you roll into town in? Oh, a 1980. Uh, I'm trying to think of. No, we went out there in ni- a 1960. Uh, we went out there in 59. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. It was an Oldsmobile, and it was like, I don't know, like eight years old. God, how can, <laughs> so like how a can 19. The, well, it was a it was a while ago, Dad. Don't fault yourself for that. A 1950 Oldsmobile. Yeah, <laughs> that was about right. Yeah. And yeah. I and let me guess, white shirts, thin black ties, and black sunglasses, like the Blues for, Brothers. For whom us? Yes. No, we went out. You know, we went out. We went out casual as can be. We stayed in YMCA's. You know, we we had no money between us to speak of. You know, but uh, that we didn't were, stop you though from stopping in Vegas on your way out no, to California. It, no, it, no, it didn't. And and Kenny was a good sport because he didn't gamble, but he came with me and and he actually did put money in the nickel slot machines and in and the golden nugget. And it was a great rush, you know, to you know, hit a jackpot and get $8 back jumped at once, you know, Oh yeah, for your nickels. So yeah, that was good fun. But then the other time we went up there, uh, we went up there out of Los Angeles and we had a little bit of a crew that went with us, people that we worked with. Uh, particularly there was a guy that had a, a limo <laughs> and, uh, he, he was, he was the guy that chauffeured us up there. You know, he was a gambler as well, but I mean, and we went up there, and one time I remember we went up there, and we had one guy who was an addict, you know, and uh, we were there probably less than an hour, and he went to the Golden Nugget. We were playing across the street somewhere, and the blackjack games were a dollar at the time, maybe two dollars, you know, a minimum bet. One dollar, I think, was not unusual. Anyway, so that was good fun, and they were single deck, and I mean. You know, if I'd have known then what I knew, what I knew 40 years later, I'd have beat the crap out of them because they didn't have any safeguards in place. Yeah, well, nobody, nobody knew. And that's right, why they exactly. were able to offer those rules. And yep. uh, people yep. got wise to it. Anyway, and they started to anyway beat them up. So, so, yeah, it comes time for us to go look for this guy. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can almost remember his name, but not quite. Anyway, <laughs> we go over to the Golden Nugget. And we get in there and he's looking a little, he's looking a little tired and tuckered out and maybe a little too much alcohol and whatever. And he's kind of leaning up. I don't know where he's leaning up against, you know, they didn't, they didn't let you slosh around in the casinos at that time. If they thought you were just, you know, a, a malingerer, they didn't want you in there. So you couldn't go to the Kino thing and fall asleep. That's for sure. Uh, but anyway, we go and we say, well, how'd you make out, you know? He says, "Oh, I'm tapped out." <laughs> we were went there for we went there for a two day weekend, and we were there. And he's tapped out an within hour. hours, <laughs> and he was he was tapped out. Yeah, well, unbelievable. Hopefully, he didn't loan but, him any money. That's the way Vegas goes. You got to pace yourself. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah and we had more than one like him. In, yeah, in, in our workplace, <laughs> All right. they would go to the horse races and do the similar thing. All right, Crazy. very good. Pops, thanks right. for the lesson. Good to talk to you, and uh, keep enjoying the uh, the winter and early spring out there in uh, Phoenix, all right? Yeah, we're finally getting in, so we're happy. All right, talk to you later, okay. Dave. All right, see you, bud. Right. Bye. Okay, go bye, Sun Ma. Devils, your mama hey. says. <laughs> go Sun Devils, thanks. Yeah. There you go. All right, here all right. Okay, all right. bye-bye. Bye.
That's going to be a wrap for today. I had planned on playing a chunk of this week's episode of the Capital Golf Gang in today's Zabecast. I think I'll make that premium or I'll play a chunk of it, make the rest premium either early next week. It'll hold for a couple more days, but I just figured, eh, this is enough for you guys today. And I'm absurdly blessed with wonderful, beautiful parents who did a great job of raising me and my brother and sister and are still alive and thriving and sharp and funny. And I think you people see, you probably see where I get a lot of what I get from my good old mom and dad. Thanks for listening. Tell a couple friends, download, subscribe, get the Zabecast app. It's absolutely free. If you want even more of me, get the premium which drops on Fridays. We'll have Mr. X live from Florida where he is putting on some baseball time at the end of spring training. So do that by going to zabe.com slash premium. Sign up, to, sign up for the newsletter or the email blast. It's not really a newsletter. The email blast will have the gargantu bracket on it. And we are off and running with the tournament. Come on and watch some basketball. Thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler? Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with my bookie is a take-your-girl-out-to-steak dinner winner winner and right now when you sign up for an account my bookie will match your deposit with a 50 percent bonus here just have 50 percent more why not use promo code zabe charlie zulu alpha bravo echo at mybookie.ag to activate we're all going to be in office pools and that's fine nobody's going to get the perfect bracket we know that but you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing so let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Only at mybookie.ag.